Well, 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 look who it is. Hello, it's Meadow. I'm back again, coming in with a late night voice disclaimer intro. Does that even make any sense? I'm tired, you guys. It's late. It's late for me, at least. It's 9.30 on the night that I am supposed to be uploading this. Absolutely no one tell Gabby. She's a procrastinator, too. Okay, if you're listening, Gabby, I'm sorry, but it's fine. Um, okay, well, the reason for this little intro disclaimer is because this is the last, I believe, previously recorded interview episode. Obviously, remember, we told you guys, we've been working on this shit for a minute, okay? So some of these were a little bit older, but now we're recording in real time moving forward after this moment. Well, that's not, is that true? I don't know. Don't hold me to it, you guys. Anyway, we've been doing this for a while, obviously. So, you, you okay, you know what? The audio sucks. That's what, I'm being around the bush. I'm tired. The audio sucks. I don't know what to tell you. I'm the one editing this. <laughs> we recorded this a long time ago. Also, I th- the recording just kind of cut off Tasha's audio at the very end. So it's kind of an abrupt ending. If I, you know what, if Bill Burr can fuck up on his audio, Rory told me Bill Burr fucks up on his audio all the time. So, I mean, if he can do it, we're fine, right? Okay. Also, Gabby will say boyfriend at a point in time. So the quack, the quack comes back. And if you don't know what that means, just go listen to episode one. But I guess that's it for me. Now I'm going to go see if any of this rambling makes sense, throw this together and throw this on the interwebs for all y'all to listen. So, all right. Good night. Oh, good morning. Uh, Here's the episode. Thought. Oh my God. Bye. Welcome back. Hi. To another episode of Thoughts May Vary. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired a little bit, but I'm feeling good. Morale's high. Morale's high. Oh, I love that. Energy's low, but morale is high. Wow. That doesn't always happen. Yeah. It's nice. I'm happy for you. Nice, calm. Thank you. I think I'm getting my period because the <sighs> the level of ravenous that I have been this week. <laughs> <laughs> it can only mean one thing. Is like that of a, like a growing teenage boy who like plays lacrosse. Oh, yeah. That's always me too. Mine just ended. So that's worrying me do you always get do you get hungrier during your luteal phase because i do too like the, the week one before, right before your period right yes yeah yeah totally and, I just that, and, and i'll get cramps there sometimes too oh no i don't but i'm in my luteal phase and i am literally eating everything around me um today's a fun episode oh our first guest yeah she was our first i don't know if this is going up in that order but but in terms of recording schedule yeah she was our first guest and today we have the amazing Tasha Franken. I'm going to say her name right because I always say like Tasha, Tasha, but it, it she says Tasha. Tasha Franken is hey. on the pod. I met, I met Tasha Franken because we lived in the same building and she lived right under me and literally in the unit under my unit. And when I moved in. And used to take a broomstick and pound it on the ceiling and tell (laughs) Gabby to shut the fuck up. Just kidding. (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure her boyfriend like did the want to kill me during my moving week. But like I was moving. I'm sorry. Boxes are going to be dragged. Like across. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Oh, bleep that. Um, we, so yeah, our, our other neighbor, well, she doesn't live here anymore, but our other neighbor, Alexa, um, 
introduced us when I first moved to she was like you need to meet my friend Tasha she's so nice she like has been doing Pilates on the roof like so this is who she is she's like she's been doing Pilates on the roof like you gotta come like she's doing free classes for like her friends like and now that we're it was still like thick pandemic vibes so she was like you know safe outside just a couple girls like blah 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 so that's how I met her and she is a model Wait, can I tell you how I met her oh yeah it was in Alexa's apartment you and oh, I were I sitting there reading astrological birth charts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Tasha ran into her arms in. like a fucking... And I literally... Yeah. I ran into her arms and I just was like, I love you. <laughs> well, she just and has. I was like, and then I immediately pulled her back and went, holy shit, I just hugged you. I'm so sorry. I'm vaccinated. And she was like, no, it's cool. I trust anyone around Alexa. Like, it's fine. And she gave me the loveliest hug and we've been homies ever since. Well, she is just such a kind person and her energy is so warm and inviting. So grounding. Every time she's I'm with just, her, you know, you know who Tasha is. This is how I really want to intro her. Tasha's mm. the girl that takes an edible to go to the club. <laughs> this girl took an edible to go to the club and then got tired. And we were like, yeah, why, why would you take an edible and go out? Go home. Go to bed, babe. Like she is the most she's grounding, so cool. calming, loving, effortlessly cool fucking stunning prettiest person <laughs> literally prettiest person i've ever met <laughs> not only is she the prettiest person you've ever met but her attractiveness is like the least interesting thing about her oh yeah she's, she's so, so smart cool. she's so fucking cool she's like so my work buddy like whenever we need to have like uh okay we're gonna crank out just like work but we don't want to be home her and i go work together and she fucking motivates me she's like helped me negotiate Yes. deals and stuff and like she's she's smart as shit so this is listen this is who she is she's an incredible friend an incredible person genius negotiator business owner entrepreneur she started as a model she still is a model mm-hmm. and Work. yeah gorgeous girl and she then during the pandemic right before the pandemic she was getting trained in pilates to be a pilates instructor and then launched her business, TF Studio, which is the best Pilates ever. It's an app. Oh, and she uploads like literally, I feel like every single day there's a new video. I don't and know how she does that. I, don't I mean, know how well, she does this it. is why she looks like how she does. Yeah. But she basically took kind of all the lessons that she learned from modeling in terms of the way that she viewed her body and all of that sort of stuff and used it in a very positive and healthy way to create like a very healthy and safe narrative around exercising. And we love her for it. And it's so, it's so user-friendly. Like you could be a beginner, you could be advanced. Like she really makes sure that your body is aligned and you're not going to like hurt your body doing anything. And you can get such beautiful workouts with no equipment, no weights. You'll still be drenched in sweat. Were you going to say dripping and drenched and then that's yeah, it? Yeah, I that did. Came out? Yeah, you, mm-hmm. see, yeah, you saw that. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I'm tripping it. over my tongue a lot today, which is not ideal for a podcast. Mercury's in retrograde. Oh, was that it? Yeah. You know, that would explain a lot. So much. But you know what's funny <laughs> is I never believe in Mercury, but I believe in like everything else. Like I'm down for astrology in general, but every time some people, I think because people yell about Mercury so much, I'm like, stop blaming it on Mercury and take some accountability. Yeah, that's fair. But I kind of see it this time, so now I'm one of them. Yeah, it's been it's been a rough one for me. Anyway, we're in this episode with the beautiful Tasha, we do talk about a lot of different things that I think could be a little bit sensitive or hard to hear for some folks. There's content warnings for disordered eating, 
mm-hmm. uh, body image issues. Um, there's some, I think we talk a little bit about specifics. If that's in any way uncomfortable for you or kind of not your jam or a sensitive subject or doesn't feel aligned today, give this one a pass. Come yeah. back another time or just catch us on the next episode. But this is someone that had taught, this is being Tasha, had previously struggled with disordered eating in the modeling industry. And she's very open about it and talks about how it led her to her journey to becoming certified and getting healthy, which she is now. But once again, if that process brings anything up for you, catch us on the flippity flip, babe. Mm-hmm. No problem. And we'll be providing a ton. I have such amazing resources that I have that will, I will link in all the show notes. And as always, Meadow, DM us. Meadow's I'm a resource queen. queen. Well, I ran the NAMI resource hotline. NAMI's a national alliance on mental illness. And I used to run the nationwide resource hotline for that. And then yeah, I did the so if any of you, I'm a hotline resource girl, you know. Me. Yeah, if any of you ever DM me for resources, know that the resources I send you are most likely coming from my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a gatekeeper so. of resources. They're yours too, baby. They're everybody's. Yeah, but I just I trust you. Yeah, I do pick. I do pick the real ones, and I pick a lot of them, or because I'm from the nonprofit world, would be people that I know it myself or have worked yeah. with intimately. So I, I really do trust the resources I'm sending out. As do I, my queen. This episode's great. I love Tasha so much. I love you. I want to see her again soon. I need to come up there and see her. She needs to meet Mahal. <sighs> her and Mahal. Who's going to be? Oh, my God. That that would be the prettiest photo. Mahal's Meadow's time. dog. I don't think we've talked about Mahal. Oh, Mahal's my new dog. She's amazing. She's in my lap right now. She's 10 weeks old. She's a miniature wiener. And she's she got polka dot paws and human eyes. The photo that you uploaded of her sleeping on my chest. <laughs> oh, with a little the belly most tender, out, so all tender. tucked into your neck. Okay. Enjoy I this episode, you. fam. Here's Tasha Franklin. And go do Tasha's six-minute booty after oh my you gosh. listen to it. Because that's literally really that fucking booty workout. Let me tell you, you do that a week straight, your ass is going to be fucking defying gravity. Also, it's the booty one and sometimes the abs one. It kind of depends on my mood. But if I'm like not feeling cute and I have to go somewhere, I do that. And it makes me feel confident. Like it makes you feel good. And add a booty band. Ooh. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. She kills it. Tasha Franken. All of her links will be in the description and the show notes. She is our queen. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy. Cute. How's this? Good? Gorgeous. Okay, I'm not gonna touch it. <laughs> Did you send I her just the sent it to her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> We're you such glad a mess. You came on our super professional podcast, Tasha. Can you hear us right now? <laughs> oh my god, that's so good Thank to know. Imagine god, like talking shit about a guest. <laughs> Imagine uh, the drama. Yeah. We would too. That would be our thing. Like, do you think she likes us? And then she like, literally, come, you know, <laughs> she's back. Yeah. Aren't you glad you came on our super professional podcast, Tasha? I was listening in this whole conversation too, but I like, it wasn't letting me look on. <laughs> okay. Now we're all good. Now every, I can see everyone's microphone. Wow. Mic check. We one, made two, it. One, two. Yeah. That sounds great. You oh have a God. voice okay. made for podcasting too, Tasha. Yeah, you do really I? do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, my boyfriend. But maybe it's me also. One and I'm like, uh, oh, maybe. you should. Well, you I have all the equipment, it. and I have technically yeah. a room upstairs ready to go. We just haven't set it up yet. Um, yeah. So maybe down the line. It also could totally be Pavlovian because we 
do your workouts so maybe I just hear your voice and I'm like ready to get in the zone You're like, you know what I mean <laughs> it's like I feel like I'm ready I know yeah. <laughs> oh my god yesterday I did it I did it in at like in the frame gym and I was like this is so lonely she's not oh, here because she's not there I miss a gym I, I don't have a gym here so I need to figure it out I started ordering myself a bunch of equipment but I need a treadmill that's what I want Ooh, mm. you should get one of those like you know the ones that you can fold and like know, put under so, a thing. They're so like flimsy. I think when you're running, are they? Yeah, such, yeah like, they a would be hard thing. Like I want the like wood runner. You want the real. You want to feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. She wants some twelve three thirty. No, I hate time. <laughs> I hate it. Um. Okay. Why? So just you so always you know, hike, so we don't though. take up. Oh, sorry. I don't always yeah. hike. Every now and then, if it's like. Okay, yeah. fine, outdoors. But um, I actually don't like walking or doing anything at an incline. Why? There you go. That she feels so first. counterintuitive to what I, I know just, about you. I just don't like incline. I can walk well, for well. hours on flats. Yeah. Or like. Yeah. But the moment there's like an incline, I'm like. I'm out. Not my I thing. I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, so we don't take up like seven hours of your life. Mm -hmm. Basically, just to run it down for you, what we do is we do a little intro where we talk about like something that we're unpacking this week or like currently. Yep. We'll just like go around the room and then we'll just get into the convo. And then at the end, we end with like an audience question, which I just like took one of the ones that you sent to me. Um, and then Meta and I later will do like your whole intro. So we don't need to like do it in front of you and make you feel weird. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're already recording. Cute. Just in case we don't miss anything cute. Okay. I can't believe we have our first guest here. I, know, I can't I'm believe so I'm happy. the first guest. I'm this so is so thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Tasha, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. We okay. like have not stopped talking about this for oh, yeah. a while now. No, for real. We're thrilled about it. We're thrilled about it. We do we do your workouts, and then we know you in person. You guys have met, right? Yeah. You guys met. Oh, yeah. You met at Alexa's. Alexa's. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I did your workouts before I met. I felt so bad. It was still kind of COVID-y, but we had all been vaccinated, and Tasha was there, and I was just excited to see her because I had just found her workouts. I ran straight up to her and just grabbed her and hugged her. I was like, it's so nice to meet you. And then I immediately was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry I hugged you. I actually remember that. I was like, so inappropriate. Oh, I was like, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I was like, I feel like anyone in this apartment is pretty safe to me. So I'm like, right. we're good. Yeah, if we were in like Alexa's presence, we were we were yeah, definitely exactly. safe. I know. Yeah. Tasha used to be my neighbor. Yeah. She lived right under me. Yeah. How loud her is and Gabby? Her poor boyfriend. You know what? I was moving in. Okay. <laughs> Yep, pretty like loud, pretty loud stomps coming lower. from upstairs. <laughs> it's <laughs> just like, listen, when your boyfriend is 6'9 and you're I, trying to move boxes trust me, around. I get it. I get it. Um, I'm kind of glad that I have no one quiet. above me right now. No, I was just pushing that broom up against the ceiling, you know? Yeah, exactly. Pipe <laughs> it down. Gabby but... texts you back like, I'm doing your workouts. <laughs> yeah. I'm just actually doing the hit workout. Like, you can't yeah. be mad at me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You can't get mad. <laughs> but it's fine. Now you're like in a way cooler space. Oh, I'm so really much happy. space for your own. What's your new place like? Um, it's spacious. It's light. Mm. Um, it has outdoor space. I was just oh. lacking room basically at the old place. It just like too much stuff being in one space with someone else for so long. It's like 
thank God we've totally. got rooms now with doors so we can just like yeah. wear our thing <laughs> without having to like tiptoe around each other, schedule around each other. Um, yeah. For my mental health. Oh my God. Ooh. I wake up sometimes. I'm not yeah. I wake up and I'm like, I am so grateful. And like, I'm not really, no. like, I am grateful for my life. But since I've moved in here, I've been like, oh, space. Like, I am so grateful to not oh, be waking so up and tiptoeing around in the dark, like trying to schedule around my boyfriend's schedule to try and film my workouts. Like now I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be just game changer for me, just in general. Well, oh. yeah. And also too, because like, you were living in New York before and then mm-hmm. you would just come visit LA and like even during the pandemic like you technically weren't no like this wasn't your apartment no. here so now you yeah. finally have like your own space yeah it's done wonders for me in terms of just everything I just feel really and I be- I've barely left the house because I'm like oh I don't need to like run away from the house because I used to always like go out on walks and I like, keep myself busy because I hated sitting there because I'm like trying totally. to record a workout and my boyfriend's sleeping next to me or I'm like it, it just it was just too much in one space, basically. So now that I'm in a new place, I always do this. So when I move in somewhere, I swear I need to like get my bearings and kind of settle in and I don't really leave because I'm like, ooh, mm. let's feel it out. Like I don't feel that urge to like it, go yeah. out and make plans because I'm happy being in my space. And the space that needs to sense. like imbue your energy. You need mm-hmm. to make yeah. it your home. You need to live in it for a little bit. Get have yeah. that good juju floater. You know, you need to yeah. like make it yours. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think I this that. is just like that. game changer for everything. Mentally, physically, oh. emotionally. I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so question. So now that you have like, now that you've moved in, because I know that it was so top of mind, obviously, and you were thinking about it a lot yeah. as one does when they're trying to move and are frustrated with their living situation. Now that you've like cleared that out of your brain, has anything else come in? Like, have, have you noticed yourself like, unpacking something yeah. that you might not have been thinking about that's before. A good question. Yeah. I mean, well, that's like our, what's what, how we start our episodes. Like, what yeah. are you unpacking? Yeah. So I think it definitely cleared. There are a few things like last year, it was difficult for everyone. Um, but I had a lot of just weird situations come up um, that made last year particularly hard, aside from the fact that we were obviously in lockdown and everything, um, including like my visa, which was stressful. Um, the apartment, which was stressful because I wasn't supposed to be living there. It was kind of a temporary thing that ended up being over a year. Um, Mm. so now that like I dealt with my visa, I'm back in the country, I've moved into a new place. Those are two things that were so heavy on me that now that that's been kind of lifted, I've got all this room to think about other things. And I've got all this room in my head to like you know, plan my studio and actually put in time and effort, which is why I think, again, I haven't left the house because I'm like, I have all this time in my mind to kind of get this new energy in and kind of start fresh. I feel like that's how I'm feeling right now. I feel like I've moved in somewhere Mm. brand new and I'm starting fresh and I've like let go of those things that were obviously heavy on me last year. That's so nice. Mm -hmm. What a relief. Yeah, I love that. You can reinvent yourself at any time that's what that feels like Like every time I move it's like oh who do I want to be in this house like oh I feel definitely I'm not kidding when I moved in and like 
at the other place, I would never dress up. I would never like try and look cute. Like here, I can't help myself. I'm walking around. I'm like, I'm gonna wear my cute pajamas She's set like, I today. Feel myself here. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk around like in my underwear. Like I don't really care. Whereas like, yes. I've got this giant window, so I can never walk around how I please because I'm like the neighbors looking right into me. So here, yeah. you could be so the naked neighbor. By the way, now, by the way, I'm- we're bleeping that because I still live there. right oh yeah 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 we'll Um, bleep it we'll bleep it but yeah i can be the naked neighbor and no one's gonna see me i love it i can feel that's amazing (laughs) that is so many real freedom (laughs) yeah that's yeah yeah Mm -hmm. truly meadow what are you unpacking this week well, I don't. Well, okay. I kind of want to go back to last week just to pay homage to Tasha because she's here. So last week, Gabby and I talked about we had like a whole episode of just us talking about body image stuff. Yeah. Both of us kind of feel like we recently love our bodies and radically Woo-hoo! accept them. I know, and it's a very new. Well, concept. no. Yes. Hold on. Speak. Okay. Wait, speak for yourself. I'm. Okay, I'm okay, working okay. up to it. She's I've accepted health. I've accepted health. Okay. I'm just on okay. the track of like fully. Oh, I'm so loving. excited for you both. Right. Yes. So recently <laughs> I decided I'm hot and I'm like, yes. I'm, and I like want to wear swimsuits. I don't give a shit about cellulite. Like I've recently decided that I'm hot and I don't care. And I just want to pay homage to you because I swear to God, so much of that is because of your workouts. Oh, my God. Because stop. I found you in court. No, I'm serious, Tasha, because I found you in quarantine. I don't remember who, probably through Soph. Okay. And just something about your workouts, the way, I know you and I talk about this all the time, but the way you place more emphasis on mental health too, like you make me really think like, oh, I'm doing this because I feel so good, not because mm-hmm. I'm like trying to get diminish my cellulite or like make my stomach flat here. I don't mm-hmm. think about that when I do your workouts. And it was easy for me to do that with like blogilates or these right. other videos online that are more targeted. And with yours, it, it didn't put me in that mindset. Like even with your meditations that you have, I did mm-hmm. that one with that one guy where you picture the color. Yeah. yeah. And Leo whatever. Max, and like oh, with all, yes. Yeah. And with all your stuff, I don't know. Something about it makes me, it's so much easier for me to put myself in that like, oh, I'm just feeling good for my body and my mind. And so I'm more inclined to do it. And now I also look hot. Like, oh, it's, well, like, yeah. You know what? That's that the thing is like you're more so inclined. happy. You're more no, inclined to do true. it. And like, that's that's how I feel too with them. And like, I guess if we'll stay in like the same vein of like what I'm working through is like what I said earlier is like, I'm, I got finally got to a place at least with like food that I felt like, okay, I need to prioritize my health. And then like whatever my body looks like, it kind of looks like mm-hmm. because like that's how it's supposed to. Because I always felt like I was trying to fit into a mold that like my body literally wasn't built for like whether it was like my hips or my thighs or like like I literally like even when I would not you know like trigger warning for people like when I wouldn't eat at all when I was younger and I would get really 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 thin and frail like you could still see like like I wouldn't like I would get tiny but I wouldn't get like you would still see my the outline of my bones because like my bone structure like physically was Mm -hmm. not meant to look like that and so like now with your workouts Like, I feel like, you know, the thing that I've been working through now this past year and like recently has been being kinder to myself with the way that I work out and like reframing what workouts need to mean. Because in my head, a workout was I'm in the gym for an hour. My heart is pounding the entire time. Mm. I like can't breathe. If I'm not like dripping in sweat, like I didn't do anything or unless I'm like on a reformer doing Pilates, I'm not doing anything. And so like it's been especially now too, like being with someone who like, I see the types of workouts that he 
does and I'm like that's just not what I'm like supposed to be doing like I feel weird like going to the gym with him and like doing Pilates while he's like doing whatever even though like Pilates would be so hard for him and so like what's so nice about your workouts and like even something that I noticed yesterday where like I'll get into these funks of like I'll be really good for a week and I'll like do a workout every single day even if it's literally just like one of your seven minute videos and then like I feel really good about myself because I know like I have seven minutes to do this I don't need Mm -hmm. to be like dying Mm -hmm. I can literally do it in my pjs and like I don't even need to shower after you know what I mean like I'm like it's fine and like yesterday I noticed it because I got into a funk of like I went on vacation and then I came back and I had my period and I like didn't work out for like a week and a half and yesterday I was like oh I don't want to move whatever and then I like did I went on the treadmill for a bit and then I did like a couple of your workouts and it was just like a nice feeling of like you feel sore like in a good way like you feel like what Meadow said is so true like you don't feel like you're hurting your body like I feel mm-hmm. so in tune with my body when I'm mm-hmm. doing them and like I feel like it's like almost like a stretch the whole time you know right it's nice even I when think... it's burning yeah <laughs> right yeah. you know um Firstly, both of you guys make me want to cry because <laughs> this is kind of, this is why I even started posting my workouts was because I have been through it all when it comes to body image, when it comes to trying to fit a mold, when it comes to mm. trying every workout there is, you know, trying things that everyone else is raving about. Oh, this person does hit, they look so good. I'm going to yep. do hit. Oh, this person mm. does yoga. They look amazing. I'm going to do yoga. But what a lot of people don't really understand and myself included would be that there is no one workout for everyone there is no one diet for everyone it's like you have to trust your own body and what feels best for you and not what everyone else is doing around you and I find with social media that can be difficult because we're influenced by who we're following what we're seeing Mm -hmm. and when every single person is posting about one specific thing you're like well I should try it because everyone else is saying that it's amazing but you have to try what works for you, which is what I always emphasize in my workouts. It's like, this is your workout, your choice. So if you don't want to do all the reps, mm-hmm. if you want to switch something out, like do it. I'm just guiding you to do the right form, use your breath, make sure I'm cueing you correctly, drop your shoulders, like all the things that you kind of forget about while you're in the middle of a workout. So my aim is to just guide you through a flow that makes you feel good, that you can customize in a way to yourself or modify in a way that feels best for you if you have an injury if you don't want to do butt workouts you can just Mm -hmm. do a seven minute arm workout um and that's what i wanted to make it customizable which is why they're like different durations different equipment different body parts because one person might be wanting to build their butt while another person might be like i don't want to do any butt so Mm -hmm. then don't Mm -hmm. whereas when you go to a group fitness class you're following a routine doing whatever it is the instructor's telling you to do, but you might actually not want to do arm workouts. Mm-hmm, so right. that's kind of why I created them to be so easy to fit into your day because a little bit adds up every single day. If you're someone who's like, I need to work out for an hour in order to see and feel results, it's not necessary. I've learned the long and hard way too that doing more doesn't necessarily mean being more and feeling more I actually think for me it did the opposite when I was doing like one hour workout in the morning an hour workout in the evening doing berries doing boxing doing all these crazy things that in the end my body actually became more inflamed and bigger and not how I wanted to Mm. look but I actually thought I was like the more I work out the less I eat the better I'm gonna look but it was not that way at all 
Yeah. Um, and now I'm actually like, I don't diet whatsoever. I have a healthy appetite. I work out when I want to, which like sometimes I wish I worked out more often because like, you know, now I guess you guys will understand like once you're like running businesses, right. have a life, have a boyfriend, like all these things come together to build your day. But I used to like, I would panic. If I wasn't working out every single day, I'd be like, oh, I didn't work out today. I feel so guilty. I feel so guilty. Mm. But I don't feel guilty at all when I skip my workouts anymore because I'm like, if I didn't do it today, I'm going to do it tomorrow. It's not yeah. about um, like that one-off workout. For me, I know my life is I eat well, I work out regularly. So if I miss a couple days, it's fine because it's not like I have to start back up again because it is just part of my exactly. routine. Movement, mm-hmm. whether it's 10 minutes, an hour, it's part of my routine that, you know, every now and then you get your period, you get moments you don't want to work out. That's fine. No big deal. You'll work out the next day when you can come back to it. Um, Because all of those little workouts every single day or whenever you do them add up versus pushing yourself for an hour and then, oh, I did it too much. I was too sore. I felt terrible. And then booking another workout in a week's time and not being consistent. I think being consistent helps big time because that's Mm -hmm. how you're going to create those habits and that's how it's going to become part of your routine. And it's not going to feel like a burden it's not going to feel like oh i have to work out because i ate this or i have to work out because oh i don't look good today yes no like when i changed my mindset on movement from being i have to work out to lose weight i have to work out to eat this i have to work out because i've got a big party tonight like when i shifted my mentality and my point of view on fitness and being like what do i enjoy what makes me feel my best? What can I do consistently without getting burnt out, without injuring my body? And that's where I came to Pilates basically was Pilates is for everyone. It's a rehab movement. That's why it was created. Um, it lengthens you, it strengthens you. And that is the core principles of all my workouts is to start with Pilates as a principle. I obviously, you know, pump it up and make it fun and dynamic Mm. because sometimes Pilates can be for me even a little bit dull and boring so I wanted to do my spin on it which is like movement that's actually beneficial for your body not just as a trend or something as a quick fix Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's something that is long term you can do it consistently Um, you're gonna get strong you're gonna get a great body and you're gonna be long and your spine is gonna align like there are so many benefits to it so that's why I even created it and I wanted to make it fun and accessible because even me as an instructor I struggle to find an online Pilates workout that I like like I still don't have one that I go to every single day even me like I'd love to be taught every single day or follow a workout I just haven't found the one for me which is why Mm -hmm. I'm like I wanted to create what I do for myself for other people Mm -hmm. um and that's how I work out pretty much isn't it nuts that once you once you take that nicer mentality your body ends up looking better anyway, yes. like you said. Like and I, I think, had such yeah. a yeah. No, go ahead. No, I think it's mental and physical. Like I think because yes. you've changed your mindset about thinking about fitness and the way you look, you actually look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, "Oh, I look good." Versus, yes. "Oh, I need to get rid of this," or like, "I don't look good," or "I didn't work out today." Oh, I feel bloated. So mm-hmm. I think it kind of comes hand in hand where you do physically look better because the moment you mentally feel better and look at yourself and think damn I look good versus oh I don't look so good your body will react to also the way you're thinking yes you know your mind is so powerful that if you're like I look great I look great I feel good I feel good you are gonna look great and feel good yeah which is why like 
Yeah. Like you were talking about the shift of like when you shifted your mentality, but like Mm -hmm. did that happen when, okay, two questions. One, when did that mentality shift happen and what was the catalyst that led to it? Mm. But even before that, when did your, I guess like love, but maybe we'll call it a love now and before, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you would like title your relationship with working out. Mm -hmm. What was it like? before what got you to start working out was it already because you were a model or did you start doing it before you got into the modeling industry like what would fuel you to exercise and eat the way that you did before and then like what made you shift so I never worked out as like a teenager I was always really thin and just I had a great body and I ate banoffee pie and pasta and like I was one of those lucky people that just wait what is banoffee pie Oh my God, you don't know what it is? No. (laughs) No. Oh, it's like a... See, I think we're just like so uncultured. It's like the most, no, no, it's like the most like sweet, dense, calorie heavy dessert you can have. Yum. Biscuit base, (laughs) like caramel, bananas and whipped cream. (gasps) Google it. I think it may be an English thing, but we used to have that in the fridge and I'd be like, don't you dare touch my banana pie. Like I was a pig. I (gasps) ate everything. Oh, it's like a banana cream pie almost. English dessert, bananas, cream, thick caramel. Yum. So my mom used to make it and I used to make it. And that was like, my mom always had a cake in the fridge. It was all homemade, but like we ate like a lot as a family. Mm -hmm. And I was always thin, like I was lucky. And then I went to university in Manchester Mm -hmm. and came back and was home for the summer and was living with my mom dating my boyfriend at the time, working at my dad's restaurant, was feeling pretty miserable because I was like, oh no. And then my parents were getting divorced. So I just had a summer that was, I was really miserable. And then I was getting so bloated that like, I couldn't put my pants on. And I was like, what is going on? So I I was like, what is going on? I went to see doctors and doctors and no one could find anything. And then I went to see a naturopathic doctor and she basically was telling me that I'm holding on to nostalgia in my gut. So I'll like get onto this topic what? later about like your stomach and your gut. But oh, I would the love to she talk said about that, gut later. Mm-hmm, yeah. The yeah. moment she said that, I was like, oh, she is so right. And I just I started crying because I was oh. obviously feeling the divorce more than I was admitting to myself and feeling like yeah. working in my dad's restaurant and being home for the summer and having to suddenly live with my mom after moving away and having her tell me when to do my laundry. And yeah, it's not yeah. a big deal. But at that moment, when you're like 18, 19, you're like, oh this sucks so I was holding on to all of this stress and sadness in my stomach which even to this day when I'm stressed or something's going on I'm so bloated and it's not because of what I'm eating it's because of the way I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and our mind gut body connection is so intertwined say it again the moment (laughs) the amount of times I have people saying they get bloated I'm like trust me I am queen of the bloat. I feel you yeah. when, you know, like I've had to go home from dinners because I'm like, I'm in too much pain. My stomach is so bloated. Oh, and like, yes, yeah. sometimes it is food, but other times it's the way you're digesting that food and the way you're processing it. And it's because of the way your mental state is. And whether that's because you're feeling guilty about the food you just ate or you're actually stressed and don't realize like you hold so much in your stomach. Well, Meadow, give us that, give it that stat that we love. I was just going to say, Tasha, Gabby and I just learned this that blew our mind. 90, 90% of your serotonin is made in your gut, not your brain. Mm -hmm. 
it's yeah, un- sure. like, people don't it, your entire that's why, happiness yeah, yeah. so when i have a day when i'm bloated or around my period right it just it makes so much sense the moment i'm bloated or something's going on that's why i'm feeling so down and that's when i'll look at my body and be like oh, i look horrible oh like i don't yeah. look good or i don't feel it's because my gut is not doing well so it affects mm-hmm. my brain and all of a sudden mm-hmm. i'm like i know why when i'm getting my period i don't feel good because you know my stomach is killing me and mm-hmm. i'm bloated and i'm holding on to all this water and that's when i'll then get in a terrible mood like it all kind of intertwines and it makes sense it's just funny how we aren't really taught this and how unaware oh we are but it is yeah. right it is really once you acknowledge that now when i look at myself in the mirror when i'm about to get my period and i'm like 10 months pregnant and i feel brutal (laughs) i know why and i'm like it's okay tash like it's gonna go away you're fine whereas before i would you know feel brutal about it now i'm like it's fine it is what it is it's gonna move on pocket to the side so Um, like okay you you get but i will continue yeah. Well, yeah, because we need to unpack it. But I want to know. I want to yeah. know. So you get told you're holding this nostalgia in your gut. What do you yes, do? I'm like, told, so I'm one... like, yes. Yeah, so this is when I was like 18, 19. I stopped crying. She's not wrong. And then I decided to go on my first juice cleanse because I was like, I just Ooh. need to clear my body. There we go. I've juice done that. But that's what we think. Ooh. We think that we're clearing our body. Yeah. Yes. Yep, so I'm yep. like, I need to clear it out. Like, and also I'm mm-hmm. Googling at this time when I was 18, 19, it wasn't trendy. Juice cleanses weren't trendy. No, this was like at the no, no, very no. beginning when no one even spoke about juice cleanses. And I yeah. found this guy where you make them all yourself. You follow this routine and I was doing it and I felt so good. I was like, oh, my bloat is going down. I feel everything is like coming down. Also my university podge, whatever you want to call it from being at university and drinking and eating like shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I just felt 15, good. I was like, we call ex- here in America. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know what? This juice cans make me feel good. But to be honest, if anyone at any age wants to do a juice cleanse, like don't do it for the wrong reasons, because that's, I would say what triggered my first eating disorder would be yep. my first juice cleanse, because that's when I realized mm. what it felt like to lose weight because I'd never been on a diet before because I never had to. So it's right. that first diet you go on that almost becomes addictive because the first diet you go on will be the easiest time in your life to lose weight because it'll be the first time you ever do something like that to your body. So your body instantly responds and you drop weight so fast. So this is me at like 19 dropping weight being like, oh, cool, my clothes don't feel so tight. I'm feeling better and better. And that's when after the juice cleanse, because I was so careful about what I was putting into my body afterwards because I'd read all this stuff about not eating too much after a juice cleanse because you want to be careful that I Uh, took it so seriously that I was like eating so so carefully was dropping weight dropping weight and that's when I was just like oh I quite like it like this so I just kept losing weight and it wasn't like I did the juice cleanse initially to even gain weight it just kind of triggered everything right and then I got scouted that summer was still losing weight went to London started modeling so my scout story I was in Tarifa, which is the south of Spain on the beach, and the owner of Elite London um, was there and like came up to me, gave me his business card, was like, w- you know, would you be interested in modeling? And I was like, okay, creeper, like I'm so used to yeah. keeping guys on the beach. And I was yeah. with my friends yeah. and I was like, okay. Then yeah. I Googled him and I was like, oh, wait, that matches up. Real. He is the guy. Okay. Yeah. So then I had a couple phone calls with him and my dad, and then they flew me to London, and then I came to London with my dad, and that's how it started. Oh, cool. Wow. Um, okay. 
Keep and going, I was going to go back to university, but then when I got to, I was like, I'll just go to London on my way back to Manchester and like see what they have to say and see what it's about. I still have some mm-hmm. time before my next course starts. And then deferred my university and was like, okay, let's try this out. And then suddenly you hit the ground running and you're in this new industry that you know nothing about, that you're just getting thrown into places and situations that you and also like and flights. That you also get scouted at like one of your like moments where you're dieting the most. Exactly. So, like, what that has kid. to tell your brain. Yeah, yeah, like what that has to tell child. your brain is like yeah. Your, your brain tells you like, oh, look, like I was right for doing mm-hmm. all of this because now look, I'm mm-hmm. being validated for my beauty. And then Ugh. so there I am, like jumping into fashion week and all these things and didn't exactly have a lot of money to go and like treat myself to good meals and didn't have the time and didn't know where right. I was and didn't know how to take care of myself because I wasn't planning on it. So did you have to move to London? I moved to London and then I was just traveling everywhere. I went to like New York. Mm-hmm. Sydney, uh, Singapore, like I went everywhere. Wow. Wow. Um, And then, so that was me for a while where I was just like modeling and just not really eating. And it wasn't like I was like, oh, I want to be skinnier and skinnier. It just kind of became my life where I was just used to not really eating very well and looking skinny. And I was fine with that because I was always like the skinniest girl in the room. I was not working out. I didn't really work out. I was just walking. Like we were running around doing 50 castings like you are pooped yeah um does the modeling world support that like what are other models thinking of what's their workout routine like did that affect you what did what did that look like it affected me when i was living in model apartments because it is not a healthy environment yeah um because you're kind of looking around who's eating what who's skinnier than me it was very like it's toxic it's a toxic relationship because we're Mm -hmm. all in the same environment people being told by the agents to lose weight and then I was never told to lose weight because I was always skinny and I was like oh she got told to lose weight like oh cool like I've never been told to lose weight because I'm skinny like it's such a toxic environment um and but it didn't last that long because the moment I came home for Christmas after being like a month or two away and I came home my parents were like oh my god you're not going anywhere because they saw how skinny I was so I lived with my dad for about two months, got a trainer. He was making me work out, drink protein shakes, gain weight. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. But mentally, I was pretending to be fine. I was not fine for a while. Yeah. Um, But I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And then just kind of it lasted a little while. And then I remember being in New York and all of a sudden waking up, um, got to New York, by the way, had the best time ever was just living life being like this new girl in the city and I remember waking up one time and being like wait is it gone like do I have is this thing out of my head because when you do have an eating disorder it's basically like something in your brain that's like constantly on your Mm -hmm. mind on your mind like it's always there and I remember waking up and being like oh my god it's gone like that's it I don't think about it. It's not there. And I don't think it just happens overnight. But there was a moment where I just woke up and was like, wait a second. You had the realization. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I realized. I was like, it is gone. And never looked back after that. That moment, I remember being like, this feeling is worth every single, like, everything. Like, being skinny is not worth having that in your brain. 
to feeling clear again was like this is worth everything i don't care if i gain 100 pounds like this is Mm -hmm. worth like everything of not feeling like that about myself ever again that's why i think i never looked back because i was like i know it just yeah it just feels really liberating um you can see it in your face when yeah i know this is a podcast so other people can't see you but i just want to say i can see in your face the meaning of like that freedom yeah yeah it's really like a sense of relief and so then after it was gone then i started gaining weight because my body was such a mess Mm -hmm. from years of dieting years of all this stuff that like it was like finally nutrients you love right (laughs) let me but then like i was i was gaining weight so fast and not in the right places and like I wasn't even eating unhealthy. Right I was places. just being my healthy self and I felt good, yeah. but right, right places. <laughs> um, but it just, um, then my agents were like, hey, like you might need to like shape up and tone up. So that's when I was like, okay, yeah. I should start working out. So then was when I started working out like a mad woman because I'm someone who like, I'm athletic. I liked for things to be hard and I would work mm-hmm. out a little bit and I started working out and then I started working out too much. Mm-hmm. Because then I was going to like one or two classes a day and then I was so hungry. So then I would eat so much because my body's like, hey, you just worked out for an hour. Like, exactly. Need I need refuel, fuel. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's when I started working out. But I hadn't really been working out before that. And then. What were you doing? I was doing like everything. Hit, okay. boxing, running, um, mm. spinning, um, everything pretty much Bikram yoga oh my god Bikram yoga I would never do that again oh um, I love hot yoga I love hot yoga I do not like Bikram uh, like yoga. Bikram okay yeah yeah I just can't I think I did too many years of it of the same okay. sequence and the smelly room I just I can't yeah <laughs> the smelly room it always smells it so always smells true. Tasha do you watch Broad City no should I okay well yes. yes first of all but there's one scene where it's like they go to a donation based yoga class and it's a room the size of my table <laughs> and there's like 25 people in there and they're like no we've got room scoot over and then they like go to do a move and like everyone drip on each farts. other it's oh my so god funny stop the it's oh so god it's funny. i can smell i can literally you smell, can core smell power it from as here. we talk about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god um keep going keep going um so I guess that's when my workout routine-ish started. And that's when I tried every class, every trainer. I spent a fortune yeah. on f- personal trainers, fitness classes, everything. Because after messing up my body so much and ruining my metabolism and ruining my hormones, everything was off balance. Nothing mm. was making me look good, feel good. I was trying, but like it just was not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of stripped it back. And it took years of me just trial and error trial and error what what makes me feel good what do i like what don't i like what makes my body feel good what makes me look good and i just tried everything to the point where i realized doing more wasn't necessarily better for me and slowing Mm -hmm. it down was better for me and one my last trainer i say last trainer but basically the last trainer i ever had um is an amazing trainer in new york and he was the one who was like you're not allowed to work out anymore and i was like what do you mean he's like you need to do less I was like, what do you mean? I can't. I was like, I have to do something every day. He's like, you are not allowed to do anything except walk unless you're training with me. So I was like, okay, because I was doing the wrong exercises for my body um, because I was doing all these group fitness classes. So I owe it to him because he forced me to stop. 
and I was training with him and I was feeling and looking better but it got to a point where I was like I just can't afford to have a trainer twice a week it just got too expensive right so after that I kind of took on board what he had taught me um Mm. and made me focus on myself and slowing down and that's when I also decided to do my Pilates certification and here we are now I do Pilates and I've slowed it down and that's why after my years of different diets and different exercises I was like I need to create something that is just about feeling good and your body will look good if you feel good Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and that's where I'm at now where I work out to feel good I don't push myself too hard um nothing wrong with pushing yourself every now and then and going on a run or doing a hit class like do it if you want to but don't do it for the wrong reasons right that's kind of where I'm at when you were in that process kind of with him of learning what feels Mm -hmm. good with your body and trying those different things what I think you do a good job of this like you said earlier in your workouts where you really are talking about the form and modifications and if you don't want to do this do that but if someone is kind of like listening to this and is resonating with yeah. what you're saying, but doesn't trust themselves yet, or maybe mm. is still in that mindset where they don't trust themselves to know what feels good. Like what, what were you oh looking God, yes. for? How are you listening to your body? Like what, when you say, listen to your body and what feels good, what yeah, do you like, look what for? Does that what does that mean? Like how can people look for that? Or those signs? It's, it's such an annoying thing to hear if you don't understand it. Exactly. Like, I remember right? even right? with like diets, it was like, well, be in tune with your body and like what, like feels good and like what how you fuel it and about I don't understand what that means how do you feel it like I don't trust myself if I've had right. an eating disorder so what am I supposed yes. to know like how am I supposed to do this so yeah it's a tough way to answer because it is I so know. different to each and every person so individualistic yeah I would say when you just stop and like stop and I know that's mm-hmm. hard if you're someone who like works out every day or like has been on a diet for years the moment you stop is when you can kind of reset. So I would say mm. stopping, like when my trainer was like, you're not allowed to do anything else except my two workouts a week and walking. Mm-hmm. It was so hot and I didn't, I was like, no, yeah. I can't. No, I can't. There's no way. Yeah. And he made me eat breakfast. Like as soon as I woke up and I was like, no, no, no. I've always skipped yeah. breakfast. No, 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 no. Mm, but when yeah. he was checking up on me and was like, hey, you added in breakfast. Look, you didn't gain weight. Hey, you stopped working out. Look, you didn't gain weight. Hey, look, you're mm. looking better and better. How do you feel? So that's when I realized, mm. okay, he's not, you know, he's right. Stopping kind of helped me reset and changed my mental opinion mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. fitness and food. Because I had this thing set in my head where I was like, no, intermittent fasting. No, I have to do cardio every day. So it really reset me. So I think stopping and being like, okay, let me try this. It's going to be a lot of trial and error. I do think it's obviously valuable and helpful if you have someone that helps you, like the trainer that I had. Mm -hmm. But it's not affordable and it's not something sustainable because it's super expensive. Um, So I would say stopping, finding movement that you like number one because if you don't Mm -hmm. like it you're not going to be consistent with it so once you find something you like then tweaking your diet in the sense like removing things that are the obvious um unhealthy choices processed foods Mm -hmm. like number one you don't have to be strict you don't have to dive into being a vegan or whatever it is you want to (laughs) be i think small little changes and small little steps one at a time so you can actually kind of not keep track but at least feel what these changes have done for you. 
mm-hmm. before you mm-hmm. move on to something else. So I don't think it's about doing anything extreme. If you're doing mm-hmm. anything, it has to be for the long run. If you're going to change your diet, it has to be something you can keep up with for the long run. If you're changing your fitness, something that you can keep up with for a long time, not just quick fixes. Quick fixes do not work. Because they don't work. Oh my god! I was not queen work. diet. I was me too. Queen queen. Diet culture. Yeah. yeah. Like we, Meta and I talk about this all the time. Like Whole Thirty was my bitch. Like I fucking <laughs> would go in on Whole Thirty and like things like that. And I would always get so down on myself because it was exactly that. I would have a point where I would crack. Mm-hmm. And even if it was with working out like consistently. So for me, like the, you know, I would go on this routine of like needing to lose weight before a trip and like, or, you know, before spring break when I was in college or whatever it was. And it was like, I would go on these like crash diets and then I would be doubling up my workout. So I would like do soul cycle and then I would go to the gym and then like I would do all these things and it was never sustainable like at all. All. And like Tasha and said, when you work out too much, all of a sudden your body's holding on to that inflammation and being like, yeah. you hit a plateau. It's so stressed. And yeah. then you're like, why am I plateauing? Let me work out harder. And then your body just gets more stressed. Exactly. Like it's not even. But like you don't two things like exactly. Like there's two things that like I took away from this too of like, I mean, there's a lot that I took away, but like things that like triggered things in my brain. Like, first of all, like when I was doing those workouts, even when I was like at my like quote unquote like fittest or whatever, like I'll look back at photos of myself and I'm like, and this is what I'm thinking. Like I was in college. Like I, I don't like how I looked. Like I mm-hmm. didn't look my best. I still looked bloated. I mean, granted, I was drinking a lot, mm. but like I, I looked bloated. I wasn't happy. Like I didn't feel good. And then like, it's so interesting to see the way that my body's changing now where like I'm not dieting at all. I'm probably like the weakest I've ever been in a really long time, but I'm like starting to get back into moving. And like when I see myself in the mirror and when I see the way that like my curves are like sitting on my body, like it's the first time that I'm like, oh my God, like I look like a woman. Like I've always wondered Mm. what I'd look like at this age. Like I feel good in that way where before I just felt like a little girl who like was trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. But I like what you pointed out about stopping and you didn't say carbs like I liked the first thing that you said was <laughs> processed foods because oh, like no, no. that is something yeah. that like I, I love first bread like, we're never to understand right like yeah. if we're like you know what you know what another thing that I remember when I was in like my diet mind was looking at people eating things like baguettes and sandwiches and uh. foods and pasta and I'd be like oh my God, I would never eat that again. Like, I'll never eat a baguette ever again. And that was during a moment where I was like, what a sad life. Carbs are bad. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. And I had this food yeah. fear. And that's another yeah. thing is that the food fear of being like, oh, I can't eat that. Or like, mm-hmm. ooh, no, that baguette. Oh my God, I can't believe that Like they eat like that. Because right. at that point, I was like so strict. Um, and now I'm like, I'll eat a baguette if it's worth it. I'm not eating a baguette if it's not worth it because it's not going to make me feel good. But when something is like fresh baked out the oven, dip it in olive oil, absolutely. I'm having that bread. Like, yes. Sunday morning farmer's market baguette. But I don't, right. (laughs) But I don't, I don't waste my space. I don't waste like my meal Mm. on anything that's not worth it because there are so many good foods to eat and so many things that we can fuel our body with that I want to feel good. So, I don't order the green bowl because I feel like I have to. I order it because I want to. I order it Mm. because that's what my body is like. Oh, yeah, I'm going to love that bowl. I'm going to add in some salmon and I'm going to remove the quinoa because it hurts my stomach. Like, that's okay because I'm eating the way I want to. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but a lot of people will look at me when I'm at a restaurant and it's a, let's say I'm at a restaurant and everyone's ordering burgers. I'm like, mm-hmm. eat your burger. If that's what you like, if I wanted a burger, I would order it, but I don't. So why do you look at me and say, I can't believe she's ordering the green bowl when we're all having burgers. It's like, that's what I want right now. So a lot of the times you'll be, there's a lot of shaming that, on either side. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely shaming. And it's always someone else projecting their own insecurity yep. on you. And that's Absolutely. fine. You just acknowledge and you're like, no, I'm not ordering the bowl because I have to. I'm ordering it because this is what I want. And that is but you okay also shouldn't have to explain yourself to right. Like, right. anyone but you're I, having lunch with. You know, I think because of diet culture and all these things that are always bombarding us to make us feel bad or feel like we have to do certain things, I think just like sticking true to what you want to do if it's for the right reasons, not because you're feeling like you're missing out or like I really want that burger but I'm not going to have it because it's bad for me. It's like, listen... If you're consistently making positive changes, doing things that make you feel good, having a burger every now and then is no big deal. Have it. Um, But that guilt thing is almost worse than even eating it to begin with. Like if you're going to feel guilty, then, you know, it's that mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, But the food fear is real. I remember being scared of food, literally. Yeah. Um, So no, I don't agree with no carbs. I love carbs. I don't Mm -hmm. eat processed foods. I don't eat packaged foods, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I just eat real food. You eat whole foods. Oh, yeah. well, that's the fun too. Is like, uh huh. Go, matter go. Me. What's what's your um go to self care meal? Like, say you're like home <sighs> and you want to feel good, or like Ooh, maybe like you know what question. I mean. Like you didn't have the best day, and you're like, I just want to make something Oof. where it tastes good. I feel good. Like, what would be your go to self care meal? You could so, order it too. You don't have to make it at home, but whatever you're. I oh that's so hot I love ordering Thai food like a curry mm, mm, I love a curry um, but at home my go-to that I like always make and I always feel good I love making like sweet potato fries in my air fryer oh I love, love making or eggplant fries those were like addictive <gasps> for a while I haven't tried that literally throw your I actually made a recipe one time but you just um, season your eggplant cut them into strips uh-huh. like mm. chunky strips like potato wood and then you uh-huh. just throw it in the air fryer and they get so soft and crunchy um Yum. delicious Yum. and then you make like a tahini dip with it um Ooh. so but i'm a salmon girl i'm mm, like i could eat it every day i don't know why i love it um it's so yummy it feels good it re yeah it is and it feels really soothing for me Mm-hmm. Um, and like you can make it so many different ways food. like it doesn't yeah. you know, it doesn't have to get boring like you there's no, so many ways right. to prepare it that like you thank can you always for have understanding <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> sometimes when i tell people they're like salmon really i'm like yeah if it's on the menu yes. i'm ordering it like it's exactly just yeah um but i would say i'm very much a creature of habit when i go to the grocery store mm. i order the same i buy the same things because that's yeah. just the way i eat and that's just what i like every now and then i'll throw in some new items but generally i eat very similarly mm-hmm. um but yeah i never would say cut out carbs i would say number one mm-hmm. cut out processed foods because that affects your gut and it affects yep. your brain yeah exactly um, so that would be like my number one thing instead of being like jumping into diets i'm like don't do anything yo-yo. Don't do anything extreme. Just cut out things that are bad for you. Um, and if you have an intolerance to something, like cut it out because it will cause inflammation in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I would say. It's just all about things that you can keep up with for a long time and not quick fixes. 
which is so Absolutely. hard for this generation to hear because oh, all yeah. we do is want the instant gratification. Right. So it's it's just it's so counterintuitive to our generation, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, I learned the hard way. Slow down. I did it. Yeah. I did it all. Yeah. I did every diet. I did every workout. I did it all. So now that I found my groove, I'm not saying I'm looking my leanest or my skinniest or like how I wanted to look before. I'm actually looking at myself and I'm like, I look great. And I don't oh, have you to, look like, like God's I'm just gift to life. this planet. You You're literally, the, you are. Come on, you are a goddess. Like, become, oh you just glow. Yeah. No, Taking but, pictures, Tasha. I've like Tasha and I when we still live. Oh, in the same we building, talked about this. Yeah, we would like we would like be like we would go do something and we're like, okay, whatever. We need to like get content or like if if Tasha had like a, an ad she had to do, I would help her. And I was like, you're the easiest person to like help with content because it's like. <laughs> You get it done in four seconds. And like, here's the thing. There was a part of me, I won't even lie, the first time I ever like helped you take pictures where I was like, I'm never taking pictures with her again because I feel like a lard. Like, I can't do it. Like, she was like being so nice. She's like, no, let me get a couple pictures of you. Like, you look pretty. And I'm like, where do I put my hands? But no, then, Gabby called like, me and told me because she was like, I took pictures of Tasha. And then I was like, do you want to check and make sure you like them? And you're like, no, I'm sure there's something in there. And she goes, imagine being like so confident and so gorgeous that like you don't even need to look and check at the she called me to tell me like there's one in there but like so like literally like you became my favorite person to help take pictures of because you like don't you don't obsess over it and so like it it inspires me yeah Yeah. like it inspires me to be like oh there's probably one in there like i have to like embrace the fact that like i love myself that's what i look like Yeah. yeah like there has to be one in there you know what this is like my goal in life which is why whenever i get anyone saying they love my workouts or it makes them feel good i'm like Okay, it's kind of linked because all I want is for women to just yes. feel good about themselves. Yeah. When they look at a photo, the amount of friends that are, are like, oh, I look horrible. Please take a hundred more. No, no, my hair's wrong. You know what? Forget it. I just don't look good today. It's like, no, you do. You're just being yeah. really self-critical. It's mm. all in your mind. There is a picture in there mm. that you're going to like. Um, but I just really want women to feel good because we're constantly being bombarded by things that are like, you're supposed to look like this. You're supposed to have no oh my cellulite. God. Where is your ab crack? Where is your thigh gap? Where is your this? Why are you not vegan? But like, then the flip is side so is we learn to love our yeah. bodies and then we take those photos and then we post and we're like, look, I love my body. And they're yes. like, who does she think she is posting her body in a swift? Like right. you're shamed either way. So right. it's like, fuck off. We're just going to start loving exactly. our bodies and feeling good. What's been the transition for you? Like moving right. from New York to LA because this is what fucked me up. Like, in Miami, I grew up with like one set of standards where mm. it was interestingly enough is like the yeah. type of standard that it is now of like the, I mean, without surgery, like how it is now where it's like truly deeply impossible, but it was very much like the hourglass, like you're Latina, you have an ass, you have boobs, you have legs, but like you still have a tiny fucking waist and have zero cellulite. Like that's what mm-hmm. I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And then like when I moved to college and then when I moved to New York, like it was, I was friends with primarily New Yorkers when I was in DC. And then when I lived in New York, it was the like, super lean all my friends were really tall like I never thought I was short until like I went to college like everyone was very (laughs) lean tall and then I like started working in a magazine like no one ate like if I had to go to events I had to fit into a sample size from a designer like and then moving to LA it's like everyone is like hot as like hot is like a new level here so like what was that transition like for you moving here um I would say no transition personally because I've always been in the industry um I've never yeah. really compared my I've just never really compared myself to others because if I did that I would never have lasted as a mm. model for so long I think True. um because mm. I've been doing it for 10 years I was always 
around people that would be taller, skinnier, prettier, bigger, every lips. Like there's, mm-hmm. there is, you know, I'm surrounded by it constantly that I just never really compared myself to anyone else because there is no right and wrong way to look. You just have to yep. look the way you're mm-hmm. supposed to and feel good about you having curves whereas someone mm-hmm. else might not. Like, I think molding into a specific aesthetic is, again, mm-hmm. unrealistic because we have our own bodies and our own everything that it's just about you looking your best yeah. for you, right? Not looking like somebody right. else. Um, so I think there wasn't really a transition because... I've always had to, I've always like been the way I am, I guess. And I'm lucky. I'm grateful. I feel great about myself and I'm okay mm-hmm. to admit that. Which I'm you like, should, yeah, by I'm the good. way, like you should not feel um, like embarrassed exactly. or ashamed to be like, I know I look and feel great. Cause that's the thing too, is like people get upset right. when it's like, like exactly what Meadow was saying. Like people get upset when we like, they want us, they hate on us so much. And then like, they want us to hate ourselves so badly that yeah. like when we actually like love ourselves, you're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like come be like misery loves company. Yeah, company. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just no transition. I think also like, I just, it's hard to explain, but I don't really, because I'm not in anything restrictive or in any mindset of like, I have to look this way because now I'm here and the girls look like this. I've just always just been yeah. myself, I guess. Um, but actually now like yeah. own it and feel good about it. Whereas before I was obviously trying to look a certain way and feel a certain way. Now I'm like, yeah. no, this is me. Mm-hmm. I look great. And this is just what it is. Um, so I think that's what it is. It's the mindset. Yeah. yeah. Hey, actually, speaking of mindset, this is a good. I meant to ask you this earlier. When did you get into meditation? Yeah. Because I love mm. your meditation videos on your oh. studio too. Like, tell me, when did you start? Thank when did you. that come into the picture of this mind-body connection and feeling good? Like, how did that um, start? So I think I've been into it for a while, but could never really fully get into it. I always mm-hmm. knew it was good for you. And I'd like dabble in and out, in and out. Now I realize there's such a combination and such a tie-in with moving your body and being mindful which is what i always again emphasize in my videos it's like using your breath being mindful of the body that you're actually moving versus thinking about something else and then lifting your arms and not creating that resistance Mm -hmm. through your Mm -hmm. mind of like oh i love when you tell me to do that when you're like so it kind of ties just my arms but i can feel it you know i love when you prompt us to do that right Because you can just do like, you can just do a regular bicep curl. This doesn't do anything. But the moment you connect your mind to the muscle and then you're creating that resistance, Mm -hmm. you're like creating that, that engagement. So I think there is a big alignment between moving your body, being mindful. Meditation to me is kind of an added bonus where I combine meditation and breath work Mm -hmm. generally. Um, Leo really opened my eyes to meditation where I was like, whoa, this is the kind of meditation I like because there are so many different versions of meditation. So you have to, again, just like with fitness, you got to find the style of meditation that you resonate with that Mm -hmm. feels good for you. Um, And that's why, again, I was trying Headspace. Mm -hmm. I was trying Calm. I was trying all these different apps. But it wasn't until I found the right meditation for me that I actually got into it. And I would say that was pretty recently, maybe like a year ago. Um, definitely COVID made me focus more on meditation because I was waking up and trying to create a yeah. routine for myself. Um, so I'd wake up and be like, today I'm going to meditate and journal and then get started on my day. 
um, so it became part of my routine. Do you do soap journal prompts or do you journal like freehand? Like, do you do morning pages? I journal. You know what? I just, I just, yeah, I do mind dumps. I I love those. Write what is on my mind, and sometimes I get gain some real clarity by writing it out because I'm very much in my own head. So sometimes I have to write it out, even if I'm like, if I'm in an argument yes. with someone, sometimes I have to write out why I'm angry with them. And once I write it out, then I can actually verbalize it. When it's in my head, it's like mm. a bunch of mumbo jumbo. No, Tasha, when angry. I get in fights, you know, with so my I have to write it out. He'll come back to me and have a note on his phone of like what he means to say and why really? like he he literally has to write he's like I need to think about it write out exactly what I mean what I notice and he'll come back with notes on his phone and he's like so I wrote down the points I'd like to make I love that that's honestly so me but less I'm I'm more discreet, <laughs> yeah, discreet I write it out all. in my notes I have so <laughs> I have so many notes for sure in my phone where it's been like yeah. argument <laughs> about this and I'll be like ready for when we have or like something that's been building up in my mind that I'm annoyed yes. about and I'll be like okay I'm just gonna write it out so that when I have the discussion mm, I'm ready love that <laughs> but it does it helps like there's so many times that I've like journaled and tried to like get something out and like exactly what you said when it's in my brain it just feels like too much mm-hmm. and then when you just have those like mind dumps yes it really helps like connect connect the dots of something that like you might not I don't know. Do you ever find yourself? I love asking people this question because like, and I want both of you to tell me this. Like okay. I was always the type of person that like was scared someone was going to like find my journal and like I wouldn't put like, people's names. Like I would oh never like God. write people's totally. names. Like I would totally. like abbreviate no, or like, yeah. like do you still, it, it's taken me until Guys, now. I have to okay, tell you a story. Tell us, tell us. No, I have to tell you a story oh, no, about this. scare us? When I was moving out of my New York apartment. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. When I was moving out of my New York apartment last year. I was going through a phase where I was like, I'm not holding on to any of my shit. I'm just going to get rid of as much as I can. And to this day, I regret throwing out my diaries so badly because I literally just threw out a bunch of my journals with all like my personal, but all my personal (gasps) info. And then imagine someone finds this diary, Googles me and has like all my deepest, darkest Like a tell-all, like a 2023 tell-all. But I'm not kidding. It like I write uh, everything down. So I'm like, why would you throw that out? Or at least not like yeah. chop it up. Someone yeah. it put up. it through a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I really, I That's how I feel. Like, I genuinely feel like someone Ugh. is going to look through my shit. You know where I think this comes from? I think it comes from like knowing that like my mom and my sister would go through my shit. For sure. And so like I like <sighs> even right. now, like I keep all of my stuff. And I like had a moment where like when I was in Mexico and like living in my apartment alone. I was like, no, he wouldn't. Do I hide my diary? <laughs> I was like, he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, but hey, I that's crossed my mind too. I'm so sure my boyfriend's read my diary. He's just like, oh yeah, of course. Let me read what Tasha's saying today. Whereas like, I'm pan... The moment, even when he comes, walks up behind me and I'm writing, I'll be like, don't, don't look at what I'm writing. Like, this is my diary. Give me privacy. Yeah, this is my private fact. thing. So I'm sure he's very curious oh of what's God. in there. Maybe he's taken a guys, sneak peek, but I'm, I'm paranoid too. I have too. three, all three of my journals in front of me right now. Like I, yeah, I, I, it's the way that I live my day. life. Yeah. Love it. And I'm keeping them for, I'm keeping them forever. Love I it. think. Okay. Wait, I have a question. Do you, what do you do when you have mm-hmm. your period? I, I was wanted to ask her that so badly. Do you work out? Everything and anything. Um, if I feel like it, yes. If I don't, no. Okay. Sometimes I'll know that working out will make me feel better or I'll know that it's 
there's no way no yeah. how that I will that's work typically out. me so mm. um same yeah yeah it really depends um I so I'll definitely slow it down that's for sure sometimes I work out sometimes I won't um I'm someone who gets a lot of pain to the point where I'm usually in bed for three same. days yeah. same like can't move so hot water bottle mm. to the rescue um definitely hot water bottle I have like a CBD cream don't put it under the hot water bottle if it has menthol because it'll burn you <gasps> good to know um, oh yeah yeah don't use a menthol cbd cream under the heating pad because the menthol already right, heats up right. so when you put the heating thing over it it's like wait a second this is so hot oh wow so be warned yeah. um i will try and cut down caffeine definitely Ca- oh my gosh how bad um, does drinking your morning coffee affect your cramps it hurts. hurts the day yeah, one and two. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. It's too much. And I'm like, why do I do it? Tash? I know, me but too. Like, oh, and I'm like, but I have yeah. to have the coffee. Yeah, that's it's how hard. I feel. Yeah, it's also because it helps you not to TMI, but it helps you. Yeah, poop, right. So you're like, well, you know, I'm what? trying to feel my like poop schedule less... when I have my period is, but I'm like pooping. I'm oh. pooping all day. Period like, poops are all so day. real. So real and so weird. So like before yeah. they're different and during yeah. they're different, Disgusting. and it's like so. Yeah. That's why I'm like I have to have my morning coffee so I can feel like a little more clear. Yeah. But then also like it gives me cramps. Exactly. Yeah. So, so like now, like um, when I was when I used to get my period and I was still on birth control, like I was able to be like disgusting where I would like eat really gross foods and just like be gross and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. my period. Now that I'm off birth control, like the pain has like quadrupled, first of all. <laughs> but yeah. second of all, I can know I think it's because the pain is so bad that like even the things that used to comfort me before no longer comfort me. Like I ate something gross and like actually like yeah i wanted to die like and like i tried to eat food i tried to eat like granola and i was like i'm going to like actually collapse in this moment so like Mm -hmm. it's about finding what works bananas are like my go-to when i'm on my period bananas the only thing that helps me with cramps is weed quite frankly like i try to make it so that my first (sighs) day or two i'm not working because my cramps get so bad i'm like i'm gonna be high today and I need to just take the time to have a self-care yeah. day or do something. Because I it's the only, even a leave. Like, I'll take a leave because that usually helps me get cramps better than Tylenol or something. And I'm like, nah, it's just weed. That's the only thing that'll help me. Like, my stomach doesn't feel so nauseous. Because it nauseous. helps with the nausea, too. My cramps, yeah. exactly. It's mm-hmm. the only thing that helps. See, I just know the weed thing does not work for me. Paranoid Fair or what? All. I also, I think I just, I don't like to... I don't like to feel anything too much. Ah, oh, so weed makes you feel it all. Weed, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like to, yeah, I just, but I just want like a hint. Yeah. Like just when I drink, hint. I'm like, I'll drink to get tipsy, yes. but I'm never going to get drunk. Okay. Yeah. If it comes to weed or an edible, I'm like, yeah, I want it a little bit. So I'm like, haha, giggly and like relax. But then I don't want, yeah. I don't want to be yeah. high. I do not like that okay. feeling at all. Fair. So I'm very, yeah. so then it doesn't really work for me That's, because then like that yeah. little bit doesn't really do yeah. anything. With cramps, right? nah. Yeah. Right. So I take, actually, last time I went to the doctor because I was dying and thought there was something wrong with uh, me. I literally went to the doctor when I had, it was like a couple periods ago where it was so painful. Oh my but God. I was like, did I burst and assist? Wait, was it did, after like, getting your happen? vaccine? Because no, my period, no, my first no. period after but getting the vaccine was nuts. And then by the second one was normal. But yeah. my first period after the vaccine it's was hard. It's affected a lot of cycles. Yeah. 
yeah for women either they like became irregular or yeah, painful yeah, yeah. or early like mine I've heard was, mine so was many really, stories um, mine was like oh, two weeks late I was like and I took a pregnancy test oh, I, I was like oh, yeah. oh you're like what, what is happening yeah 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 I have so many of my girlfriends who are like am I pregnant yeah. no just vaccinated you know, it just <laughs> just affected. vaccinated um <laughs> right but she um the woman who I went to see she basically gave me this like 800 milligram ibuprofen so that's nice. what i take if yeah. i'm dying yeah nice wow um but that's about it i just rest yeah heat pads rest I fucking love try that. not to drink too much coffee yeah. um cbd did you ever listen to um, or read Alyssa vitti's book yeah, okay i've read all okay of and that's another so thing. i did the seed cycling do you work yeah, out differently I did the, like, depending on your cycle i do but i think i just do that intuitively yeah. without right. because you're already planning, in tune with your body like, yeah. yeah right so like i definitely slow down when it's my time of the cycle but i'm not following it strictly but it makes complete sense so i agree with training and eating towards your cycle and being in tune with your natural rhythm um so that is something i implement somewhat naturally i don't follow the diet necessarily um it got a bit like confusing to me but i did do the seed cycling and now i just also just add that in but i'm not like i need two tablespoons of right right, right, seeds right today right, i right, just right, 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 always right. add seeds and stuff to my bowls and my salads yeah. and things anyway yeah. um but I, I i love that book i love all those female hormone books i've read them they're all so good she's I'm our like, queen Can someone please help me understand yeah. yes why did no one tell me this that's the thing is like when i first read elizabeth's book um in the flow I was so just like angry. I had to put it down because I oh, was I so cried. pissed off. Yeah, I was, I was so just mad. like, why did no one fucking tell me this? Yeah. Well, it's crazy how much we don't know about our bodies right. as females, how we're supposed to work out, how we're supposed to eat, how our cycles yep. affect us, how PMS is normal, but shouldn't be too crazy. Right? Mm. How like there's so much that we just, no one told us. And like, our moms didn't tell us maybe because they didn't know yeah, either. Right. Like my mom was the first that one much to go on birth control. Has been done, you know, in her like friend group. You know, she had to go oh, to like a special doctor, wow. and the man was like, "No, I'm not going to give it to you. Are you having sex?" And she was like, "That's not up to you. Like I could, do, you know." She was like, "With the first girl in the '70s to like wow. be on, you know." So it's still right. so new for them. How are they supposed to teach us? They weren't given right. any. They were given significantly right. less resources than us. Well, even like giving birth right now oh. so many people are pregnant so many people having babies and i'm kind of like i know nothing about it oh i have a Reading really good instagram the, like now that send you. oh my god Meadow and i have okay, <laughs> okay after like me. after oh pia barancini so gave excited. birth i'm sending after pia right now. literally after pia gave birth to her baby like i have been stalking her doula and oh, me too. it's just these videos that like i just like i can't watch the two graphic ones yet because i'm just not there on my journey of wanting to know what happens to my body during pregnancy but like the, there's just it's crazy what it's, happens I mean it just trips me out so much already thinking about the fact that like we build human beings in our stomachs and then they just like come out like it's crazy. it's and then they will become people who will like impact this earth in a way it's very very weird for me to think about and it's really they, they're born with a personality like they can you think they're your kid and then they can come out and like totally not listen to you or like have an opinion right away and it's like who taught you this right where'd right. you come from like right. you have a personality yeah, <laughs> yeah it's wild but yeah it's you gotta watch funny how like we don't know we just don't know anything like me personally i'm like yeah you give birth and like sure there are things you okay and like how am i going to work out before giving birth? right like, those are things that have crossed my mind yeah. but like 
now when people are opening up more and actually sharing like the truth about birth, I'm like, oh, I didn't know what <laughs> this. Okay, so that account I just said the life I thought. That account I just said you is very graphic. So big heads up. Okay. But I'm one of those people that's like, I want to know every single possibility of what I could get into. Because then I just feel like, See, okay, if, if I've seen it all, I'm not caught off guard. Whatever happens, I'm like, well, I knew that was a possibility. So it's just easier for me. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's definitely a, gra- a graphic ass Instagram. Yeah. Honestly, the ones that I look at that I'm obsessed with is seeing when the baby comes out and it's still in its like sack. I didn't yes, know. Yes, and possible. then they like pop it. They like pop it and like and drain the liquid. Suction, and the little baby is like it's literally. It's Tasha. It's so. Oh my God. I'm like, I didn't know that you could okay, like. I'm watch oh my this. God. You could like, you could accidentally like clamp the umbilical cord too soon. And like, if you're cutting the umbilical cord too soon, like you're depriving the baby of all this nutrients. Guys, I'm not a doctor. This is the one with the Instagram. hand. But oh my god, it's just I showed that it's hey, literally right after Tasha, there's one where the baby it's literally just like the mom's <laughs> fucking vagina and there's just a hand like coming out of it. And it's I showed Gabby, crazy. I was that like, imagine so being in a different dimension and just being like, gimme five. Like he's just <laughs> sticking his hand out into a different dimension and just being like, What up, gimme five? Like so it is nuts. Oh my god. Okay, before we go way into this, we end our episodes. I want to be respectful of all the time you've given us. Tasha, thank you so much for being here. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Me too. Um, Thanks for having me. You can find me on Instagram at Tasha Franken. You can find my workouts online on tfstudio.tv. The best. And the best. And... That's it. Those would be my two channels, I would say. Yeah. She has merch too. I have merch too, and I have more coming in the works. Ooh. Oh, I have one more selfish question before you go. Um, because yeah. I was looking at your shop online the other day and I was like, Okay, I yeah. do have weights that I use sometimes, but if I were to get like two pieces of equipment to help me do your workouts, because mm. I usually am a no equipment kind of gal and I'd like to start trying just to switch things up and have okay. fun. What would be like the baseline? Equipment? The Pilates ball. Okay. What size? Oh, game changer. She told inches. me to get this really? and it changed Nine? the game. Okay. Nine inches. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's number one okay. because it'll be the most effective tool. Okay. Um, and then the most versatile is either a booty band. Okay. Or an ankle weight because the ankle weight you can use on your ankles or on your hands. So you can mm. have two bonus. You Do know, I have to get those cute expensive ones that everyone gets? No, you don't have to, but I will say it's they're worth nice. it. Really? Okay. Um, they're nice. If you tell me they're worth it, I, you know, the sa- yeah, I will. But I think they're worth it okay. because they, I've had, trust me, I've gone through phases too with equipment where I'm like, I'm not spending that on an ankle yeah. weight. Yeah. I'm not, and then it's like, the booty band rips or uh, the sand hand weights, the sand falls out. Yeah. Like literally once this whole thing leaked all over me when I was putting my legs in the air. Oh God. So like <laughs> it literally sand, sand started pouring on my face and no. I was like, what is happening? Um, what weight? So I do think it's worth it. So I would go for a one pound. Okay. Um, because half a pound is really light and two pounds can be too heavy for like when you're doing arm exercises. I would say one pound is good. Okay. Um, so if I were you, I would go for three. But if you're going for two, I would say the ball and the ankle weights. 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do ball band and ankle. The ball's weights. the best because the ball and the okay. bands are not that expensive. So if I'm just buying the ankle no, weights, everything, expe- is, everything is pretty cheap yes, and reasonable. Besides except the weights, the ankle weights can be expensive. Um, the ball is like ten bucks. Yeah, the exactly. band is about ten dollars. Yeah. So you can have your own at home kit. Yeah. Under like fifty dollars, and I already have a foam you... roller because I've I've done your foam rolling too. Amazing. So that's why I'm like I want to try more Amazing. of the more of the things. More and do you have a thick mat? Yeah, oh, I need I a good mat. A what mat, mat should we get? I have a Manduka yoga mat or whatever that's called. Is yeah. that the right word? Manduka? Is that the name? Is yeah, that good yeah. enough? I, no? have, I have the same one. Oh, yeah, okay. if it's the thick one. I think it is. Because yeah. Okay, I have a shitty one. Size. So I will say one thing when it comes, like number one is to have a thick mat. Okay. Because with Pilates, like if you've been using a thin mat on a hard floor, it might hurt your joints or hips, knees or your yeah, back, yeah. your everything. Yeah. Um, so I've always used a thick mat and I've usually been working out on a rug. So I'm like extra cushioned, mm, okay. but I would really recommend a thick mat for Pilates. It's not the same as yoga. What's your favorite? So thick mat. Probably right now I actually switched to a Nike mat, Ooh. um, that I just got, but I have been using the Manduka one. That's the one I have on my shop. And that's what I've been using in my videos. It's like that dark green color. Mm-hmm. That's the one I've always been using. Um, and there are some on Amazon. You just have to find the right ones that are good quality. Because you just don't want to waste your time. Even if it's cheaper, a mat lasts you so long if it's a good quality right. one. That the cheap ones just like shred or shed or whatever. Okay, yeah, I'm going to text it. you links and you tell me what to get. Well, please. Tasha, yes. if you go on her, she has like a shop. Yeah, oh, they're perfect, in my perfect, shop. Perfect, perfect. It's just so much easier to have everything in my shop. So anytime someone asks, I'm like, they're all because I want the exact. Because if- I know you know the good Amazon ones, you know. So that's why I'm like, I gotta find which ones yeah, you're yeah, using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I try and find not right. like the most expensive exactly. one. I just go for the one that like I literally ordered and it's right. fine. Exactly. Like, it's good. Yeah. Um, but eventually I have a ball coming. Yeah. Out. Shut up. Um. Wait, should I not <laughs> buy my ball? How how in the how works? Soon? Okay, okay, okay. No, it's exclusive.